Podcast. I'm your host, Caleb, on Twitter at CalebH92, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Connor. What's up, bitches? At ConnorFilm on Twitter. Uh, so, today's episode, or this episode, I don't want to, you know, age or, you know, date the episodes, because that'll ruin it for people who listen. Yeah, it makes it weird. Anyway, uh, on this episode... Uh, we will be discussing uh, BoJack Horseman, which just premiered its second season on Netflix uh, last week sometime, as well as the brand new Mission Impossible film uh, Rogue Nation, which is out uh, this weekend. Well, I guess I'm dating the episode anyway. I mean, it's out, you know, started playing tonight. This is Thursday, July 30th. Uh, it's out this weekend, so we're going to talk about that a little bit later in the episode. Um, but first up, BoJack Horseman. Um, when this first premiered last summer, or whenever it was, uh, I've heard about it, and I read Facebook reviews from a few friends who had watched you know, a few episodes and said you know, it wasn't any good. And then once the second season premiered, you know, everyone on Twitter is like, oh, BoJack Horseman's back. It's my favorite show ever. You know, and I said, well, if Twitter says it's good, you know, it has to be good. Right, Connor? Of course. So uh, I went and checked it out because I hadn't done that before. Um... I mean, I saw, like, a trailer or something, I think, and I was like, what the shit is this? Um, he's a horse, and there's, like, like what? But, so the show, the show, uh, I watched the entire first season in uh, maybe four days, I want to say. Um, it was actually really good. It's actually really, and for once, Twitter didn't overhype the property, as they have a tendency to do. This is movie Twitter. Uh, they overhype things all the time, and then I go in and I'm like, okay, what's the you know big deal? Like the Babadook. I'm like this isn't scary. This is boring. The guest. Okay, it's a it's a throwback to you know techno '80s thrillers like the Terminator and and all that jazz. But it's not a good movie. Would you agree with that assessment, Connor? That the guest is not a good movie. I um, started watching it mm-hmm. um, last night, actually, after our conversation. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that conversation? I do remember that conversation where yeah, I told I got, you all about I, it, and you're uh-huh, like, this sounds uh-huh, like crap. Uh-huh, 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 yeah, uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. yeah. I got 15 minutes in and decided that, I don't know, watching Chopped on TV would <clears> be more <throat> worth my time. <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, if. Who if got you, the whammy on Chopped? Who did Alton. You know, have to. The Asian was the first to go, of course. Wow. <clears throat> I'm not making Is that, that up. a slightly racist joke. Shh. Anyway, I mean, if the cinephiles want to, you know, jerk their, you know, uh huh, their meat thickles. Okay. To this movie, go for it because I also wasn't. We're getting off topic. Who it, cares? Just go on. Just go on. Um, this is great. also this is great another stuff. movie that uh-huh. I thought. Wait! No! 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 No, I'm bringing the, it all yeah. together. No, Shut no, no, up no, and no. Let me finish. No, okay. Oh, so this is going on. Another movie that has a very um, nostalgic '80s 
how did you describe it? I called it a throwback to 80s techno thrillers and stuff yes. like that. All that jazz, another, I think I used the, that term, all that another, jazz. Another movie that had that mm-hmm. same exact type of score was It Follows. And that was another movie that cinephiles seemed to jerk their shit to that I was unimpressed oh, with. I was frightened by the by uh, It Follows. I went to I the was movie bored. theater with my cousin. She and, uh, She wanted to see it, and so I went with her. And I was scared. I was terrified, but then I'm, like those sort of jump scares like got boring. I'm like, okay, what else are you gonna throw at me? Like this is, you know. It didn't get good until like the last thirty minutes, and it I took hated me a day the and ending. Half. It took me a day and a half to finish. I might go back to what watching. Do you mean? The it guests. took you a day and a half to finish. It took me a day and a half to finish. Oh, mean? I didn't see it in theaters. I'm not a pleb like that. Well, you're a pirate. No, it never played near me. I think the closest you're a it pirate. was was 50 minutes yes i am i do it frequently go fuck yourself people who have an issue with that <laughs> moving on i haven't finished the guest i like i said i got 15 minutes in so i can't really judge it just i guess what i'm saying is caleb told me his thoughts how it all went down and within 15 minutes i could tell that i was probably going to have the same mindset as he did after he saw it so we we're telepathically connected it's really we're brothers weird. we're brothers from another mother from another mother if I finish it, great. I just don't have this huge... I don't... It didn't grab me. A movie has to grab me. Sometimes a movie can have a shitty opening, mm-hmm. but grab the audience. Mm-hmm. I just wasn't feeling it. I got 20 minutes in, and what? How long is the movie? What, The Guest? Yeah. Too long, if you ask me. I don't really? know. Really? Like, well, two I hours, maybe? An hour I and don't, a half? I don't know. Right now, I have no interest to continue it. Oh. That's just almost- like... That. Just like you told me when I first started watching BoJack Horseman, you're like, Caleb, why are you watching this show? Are you trying to appeal to the cool kids on Twitter? And I had to inform Connor. I'm like, Connor, you you don't know that I am one of the cool kids of Twitter? Like, oh, get with the times, you know? Mm-hmm. So so I started watching. I get maybe like, I want to say maybe nine episodes into season one. And uh, Connor sends me a, a message, a text. He's like, I'm watching BoJack Horseman. What have you done to me? I'm like, oh, great. How do you like? How are you liking it? Uh, and what did you tell me? I don't remember. I think you said he liked it. He liked it. I think that's what you said. I um, gave it another shot and I actually got really into it. I remember right, watching. Because you were you you tried it when it first came out. Yeah, I watched like the first seven minutes and it's they're like thirty minutes with credits. And I, I just wasn't. I think I I got past uh-huh. the whole Charlie Rose beginning of the the first episode and i just wasn't feeling it and so i stopped and i never watched it again until like a week ago yeah so uh, i love the show i've i just finished season two today and my god this show like it starts out like it's you know it looks like it's going to be like a really like funny you know just hilarious show Uh, admittedly i don't laugh a lot at bojack horseman because there's it's much deeper than like just cheap laughs mm-hmm. but it just gets progressively darker and mm-hmm. darker but let me say some of the reasons why i love this show first off will arnett he's an amazing voice actor as well as a you know he's hilarious you know in live action as well and he just you know gets this character down uh really well uh aaron paul uh he's great as todd I saw some people say that they would like his Todd voice to be more Jesse Pinkman, and I'm like, I'm sorry, what? Those are, like, they're two complete, like, they're not completely different characters. Well, in a way they are, yes, they're both, like, slackers, but they're also kind of 
They're, oh wait, I just said no. Okay, so okay, Todd and Jesse Pinkman are similar. Yes, because they're both kind of like slackers, and uh, you know, just like you know, lazy guys. But they're also completely different characters. For one, uh, Todd is is not a peddler of blue meth. Um, and 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 and, and uh, like Jesse Pinkman, and uh, Jesse Pinkman lives in. Arizona and Todd lives in Los Angeles on Bojack's couch. So, yeah, I don't get why you would want Aaron Paul to just play Jesse Pinkman again after he just spent like five years doing it. Uh, get over Breaking Bad. Uh, Walt's dead. Uh, it's the end of it. Um, now, uh, okay, so also um, something that I really admire about Bojack Horseman that a lot of cartoons that I usually watch, they don't do this. The continuity is just stellar. It's absolutely amazing. You will have, uh, I think in like episode maybe four, uh, Bojack's, uh, he's like got the, the girl uh, that he was, that was on his show horsing around. Uh, what's her name? Sarah Lynn? I forget. Um, but she comes to stay with him and yeah. Okay. So it's episode three and, uh, and yeah, so they bring, he, he lets her come stay with her and she like sets his, uh, his furniture on fire and, uh, yeah, it's Sarah Lynn by played by Kristen, uh, Schall. She's hilarious by the way. Um, she sets his like living room furniture on fire and throughout the rest of the season you see this burnt couch and ottoman like in his living room and i'm just like wow and even also in the first episode if you pay attention i think todd uh comes in and like jumps on bojack's bed and like breaks the foot and then they go to the furniture store well they never actually buy a new bed but if you you know pay attention to this sort of thing you'll see throughout the rest of the season where that leg was broken, Bojack has propped it up with, like, books and stuff. So, you know, just pay attention to stuff like that. It's really cool. Like, someone on Twitter had mentioned that they didn't notice that when, um... And this was a, this was a great joke, by the way. The episode where Mr. Peanut Butter and Bojack, um, are sort of, like, being competitive over Diane. And bojack drunkenly steals the d from the hollywood sign and then it makes it hollywood like it all of a sudden hollywood is no longer hollywood it's hollywood it's still hollywood in episode in uh, season two which is great by the way um so the joke about the d it's like you know i took the d and i gave the d to diane it, you know it's sort of a dirty joke but it's hilarious and uh and mr peanut butter he, he's just He's just a lovable idiot. Don't you just love Mr. Peanut Butter, Connor? Sure. What? Sure. Why aren't you... Don't you like this show? I do. I just aren't feel you... like you're, you're going way too in-depth. What? I'm Isn't telling, people, the telling the people... Show? I'm telling the people... No, this is BoJack Horseman, and Mission Impossible is later on. Okay. All right. All right. So I told the people what I I told the people what I liked about BoJack Horseman. Why don't you go ahead and tell the people what you like about BoJack Horseman? Um, it has pretty colors in it. Oh my god! Which was another. another... Sorry, I'm doing a Carl review. Oh, um, shots fired. It has people in it. 
and they do thing and there's a brotherly love mm-hmm. i like <laughs> i like that, i'm sorry the, the zaniness I'm, I'm sorry. of it like these no, anthropomorphized animals and in, humans in all seriousness in, uh-huh. it is very the, the pure concept is absolute batshit i mean you have animals that talk walk you know they they conform to society like humans they have jobs they have feelings and the humans and the animals coexist they're in relationships exactly yet as insanely crazy as the show's concept is it is so introspective about hollywood and washed out actors and the and the climb back to um success and as Caleb says, it actually really is emotional. Like there are some moments, especially with Herb and the past and, and the mistakes that um, Bojack has has created for him and the people around him. Mm-hmm. There's actually some very nice moments. And I feel like I made a mistake writing, writing the show off way too early because it gets a lot better. And as Caleb said, it's not funny, but it is enjoyable. And I, I've formed, you know... I like these characters. I like to see them interact, and I like all their personalities. And I don't have to laugh out loud every two minutes for me to continue watching. I'm invested in all their storylines. Yes. Um, who's your favorite character? Uh, I don't know. I, I love the little boy posing as an adult. Oh, yes. Um, it's so stupid. It is it, so yeah, stupid. It is. I also really like um, Diane. Oh, I don't know. I just you, really you I, like Diane. I really relate with her personality. I do. Hmm. That's weird. I think Princess Caroline though is. Eh. Oh well, I like Princess Carolyn. It's mm-hmm. Carolyn, not Caroline. Mm-hmm. Um. I think my favorite character is Neil McBeal, the Navy SEAL. I hate you so much. I want him as a pet. Wouldn't that be fun? Okay. Um, <laughs> Carolyn, Princess Carolyn. Uh, I, and I'm sad that this uh, joke has been dropped. Like the first maybe two or three episodes of season one, she had hold music for when someone would call her. And it was the Jellicle Ball from the musical Cats. Um, and if you know me, I love musicals. Andrew Lloyd Webber's musicals uh, are some of my favorites, Cats being one of them. Uh, and Princess Carolyn as a cat, which makes it you know, that much funnier. And there's also a joke um, in the episode where, in season one, where, where, uh, where Bojack tries to sabotage uh, Todd's career because Todd is like this rock opera that he's trying to get produced. And uh, so they scored this like interview with a, this moose guy, his, uh, Virgil Van Cleef. He's like a, a, like a rock opera guru or something like that. And they're in Bojack's house. Like Todd has just done this, you know, performance of the whole show for Mr. Van Cleef and he's like well you know I just have, I had this theater and we were supposed to do this revival of uh, Jesus Christ Superstar which is another Andrew Lloyd Webber f- uh, show and he says that 
they they couldn't because Angela Weber's a hot penis about everything, which I just thought was hilarious. They're poking fun at Angela Weber. But anyway, moving on. Uh, have you start? Have you finished season two? No. What episode are you on? Five. Uh, you need to catch up, bud. All right. You're gonna be re- like, uh, the episode and season literally one. falling asleep as you're talking. Oh, okay. This is rude. You're being very rude. I don't like that. I'm sorry. You have plans, and we can't record at a better time. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm blasting you out. What you fucking gonna do about it? I'm gonna call Princess Carolyn. Okay, my not agent. Funny. Okay, you're not funny. Let me just say a few more words about Bojack, then we'll move on, okay? The show almost brought me to tears, okay? One time. It was the episode where Bojack goes to see his friend Herb Kazaz, and they fight, and it's really sad. And there's some stuff going on in my personal life with my group of friends that, you know, just sort of reminds me of that whole scenario, and I almost cried. But moving on. Yeah, moving on. Uh, So that's Bojack. Okay, let's rate Bojack Horseman, shall we? Do we have Just season one. Just season one. All right. Yeah. Great. Uh, So out of five hoofs, which don't exist, apparently. (laughs) Okay, all right. How about this? How about this? How about this? How about this? Out of five Navy SEALs. That's worse. You're you're killing me right now. Uh, God, Connor. Can you I'm work cringing with me, so hard that work my penis me. has sucked back into my work, body. I'm like Mr. Peanut Butter right now. Just work okay. with me. Mm. I love you, Connor. Mm. Don't say that ever again. You're breaking my heart. Can you just rate the show, please? I'm going to get very angry. Can we please just have Dan come replace you? What? He's doing Colin's show. I know. And it hurts. Okay. All right. You're so different. I'd give it like a 7 out of 10, an 8 out of 10. I don't know. Okay. All right. Great. Thank you. I would give it a four and a half. Let's move on. Mission Impossible. Thank you. But up. Oh, wait. That's uh, James Bond. Uh, But up. Join in, Con. Okay, great. Um, <clears throat> Rogue Nation. Mission Impossible Rogue Nation. This, they should have just called this movie Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol Part 2 because it's basically the same premise. They should have called it Mission Impossible Look at Tom Cruise Do More Crazy Shit. He's he's literally, in, I think, the Scientology. <laughs> he is literally insane. In, like, yes. <laughs> he needs to see someone about this. He's already like, yeah, we're going to shoot Mission 6 next year. I'm like, like stop. Seriously. Stop. Like, yeah. what are you going to do now? Like, I, what what, you've what hung can you outside do? of a plane? You've climbed the tallest building. The in Burj the world. Khalifa. Like, you what? you raced motorcycles. Mission Impossible without 6. a helmet on. Who is who is the who is the mission girl going to be? Caitlyn Jenner. Oh, I, you know what? I made up a name during the movie for these people. You know how Bond has the Bond girls. Yeah. Well, Ethan Hunt has the Hunt girls. Ooh, you're just. I'm sassy. so witty, aren't I? 
Uh, yep. Perfect name, the Hunt Girls. God, you're fantastic, Halo. Thanks. So the movie. Yeah, the movie. It was a movie. Yeah. Things happen. A lot of things happen. Uh, like what? Well, I didn't. Ex- oh, so are we gonna do spoilers or are we gonna keep this brief? Um, we can do spoilers. I think. All right, I'll try and be as as spoiler light as possible. I didn't really expect. So spoilers, get ready. I didn't expect them to open with the plane sequence, but you, in retrospect, in retrospect, I guess it worked. Although I felt like it it ended a little bit too quickly. The plane although, sequence. Well, I saw this in sequence. IMAX, by the way. Because oh no, was, you didn't. Yeah, I did. It was did you see it on IMAX or Cinemark XD? Whatever. Cinemark XD. Okay. FDA, it's, it's, no, 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 no. It's not IMAX. If anyway, it's, okay. I know it was special because the tickets were three dollars more expensive. I don't. Yeah. And you it saw was it in, the large, in a large format. Yes, I did, and I'm glad that I did. That was not because... IMAX. Oh my God, you're such a douchebag about this shit. No, I'm. It wasn't IMAX. It was IMAX XD. I am getting about that. You're being very rude. And I do not appreciate. I'm gonna get angry. I'm gonna get very angry. You wouldn't angry. like me when I'm angry. No, you wouldn't. When Caleb so I'm gonna gets say angry. some nasty things that might lose us some viewers, I mean, uh, li- uh, subscribers and listeners, and it would ruin the show. So don't make me angry. But continue uh, about your little uh, XD experience. Go on. I hate you with every fiber of my body. With a fervor. <laughs> Give it to me. Oh. <laughs> Damn boy. <laughs> Come on, go on, go on, go on. No, so the the opening was great, um, and I really didn't know what to expect with the storyline. Mm-hmm. I knew that they were continuing with continuing with what they hinted at at the end of Ghost Protocol, but I really wasn't like researching this movie. I never really followed it as it was filming, et cetera, et cetera. I think I watched the first trailer, and that's about it. Mm-hmm. Um, because for me, I feel like this this franchise has hit. A, it's almost like Fast and the Furious in the sense that since four, this series really has like reemerged and had a resurgence. I mean, I think the last film, Ghost Protocol, was the Mission Impossible film that's made the most out of the whole series so far. Mm-hmm. And I feel like now, seeing how well Ghost Protocol did, Tom and everyone involved has like. You know, they they have like a new energy, and that's why you, there's this new motif of see what Tom Cruise is gonna do next in the next film. He's gonna do this, and I love it honestly. I think that four and five have been fantastic. I know everybody loves three, and I like I like three too. I just think four and five are the best of the series so far, and it's not often that I wouldn't you disagree. You what? I would not disagree with that. Yeah, it's just you you don't see that often. You're not like, "Oh, this trilogy, this this series, this franchise that had seven films, yeah, the best were 4 and 5." Usually a series starts off fantastic and then maybe it'll ma- ma- maintain that, but usually it just drops in quality. After Ghost Protocol, this series is just like booming, and I'm actually hyped to see 6. I know that's kind of crazy because they're trending on thin thin ice here. They they, mm-hmm. they could go so overboard that it just it doesn't work and it becomes right. cheesy, but I fully bought all the sequences. I thought all the sequences were well crafted. I thought they were well executed. That's another thing. The director of this film, who also directed Jack Reacher with Tom Cruise, Christopher, Christopher McQuarrie. Oh my God, Christopher was 
awesome at shooting the action sequences. He was. It was great. I have never seen, and it's been a while, where the action sequences are so smoothly directed. I can clearly see what's going on. It's not jerky. I loved the POV shots of Tom on his motorcycle in that fantastically directed motorcycle sequence. That was great. It was. Oh like, my god! I pulse like pounding. almost had a panic. I almost I had a panic attack. Like he's doing it without like, a helmet. Are you crazy? Well, yes, oh he is. God. You know, he's a Scientologist. Uh, but yeah, this this series has hit uh, a resurgence, and that's clear. You can clearly see that with this film, the ac- action sequences. There's a lot more at risk, and I just I was very well. I was surprised. I mean, they could have gone convoluted with this whole syndicate storyline, but I thought it was well done. I Alec Baldwin's character even surprised me a little bit because at first I thought he was throwaway, but he he serves kind of some purpose towards the end, and I'm glad they gave Simon Pegg more to do this time. And honestly, I'm not a huge Simon Pegg fan, but Mm -hmm. I love him so much in this series. Like I love his character, and I it was nice to see him really expand that and have a little bit more more to do with this. And it was also funny. Like one of the things I've loved about this series, Mission Impossible, is that to me it's always been the more lighthearted, fun version of James Bond. That's true. Um, so I honestly I had a blast with this movie. I don't want to go on and rant for five more minutes, but I've had this was the movie I've had the most fun with in theaters since Jurassic World. It was just huh. so much fun, and my crowd was eating it up. And I and I went with my brother, and he loved it. Uh, was your showing sold out? No, it was not. Oh, mine was full house. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, I wasn't expecting that for a Thursday night show. Yeah. Um, but, you know, Tom, I guess he brings out, you know. The crazies. The crazies, yeah. Scientologists. You know, support your own. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, you know, I agree with a lot that you said. Um, the action sequences, uh, I haven't seen that since john wick oh yep 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 yeah. i agree with that yeah um i like the the score of this movie uh, mm-hmm. not previous that um when i watch these movies i like to read the I like to look at the opening sequences you know the, the opening titles this uh this unfortunately did not top the opening sequence from Ghost Protocol. Mm-hmm. Um, mainly because Ghost Protocol had a full native IMAX. Uh, you know, it was formatted for IMAX, so it expanded and filled the entire screen. And then Michael Giacchino, he scored Ghost Protocol. Um, and I just loved the, the little uh, little twist he put on, on uh, the Mission Impossible theme. He always puts a little unique little style to his scores, and uh, and while this had you know the, the classic you know regular you know spy sort of theme, his was more a bit more jazzy, and I really liked that. Um, but anyway, so this uh, this one didn't really top that. The airplane sequence, uh, I, I did not expect that at the beginning either. Um, but it, you know, I wish that it had gone a bit longer so we could have seen you know what happened to those warheads you know mm-hmm. yeah um but the music yes so especially during that opera sequence that was a great great oh, scene oh i'm 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 surprised i didn't bring that up when was the last time you you saw an action sequence with its backdrop being an opera 
Um, like I, I don't think ever unless I'm. I've like, seen it before. Uh, it's been just, so long yeah, though because I can't been. remember. Um, I not an opera, but um, like a live performance, uh, mm-hmm. grand piano with mm-hmm. uh, Elijah Wood and John Cusack. Um, and then I, you know, I don't know if Whiplash sort of it had action, but it you know, it wasn't. Well, I'm talking it about like inherently a blockbuster. In, yeah, yeah, well, I don't remember the last time. Probably um, The Fifth Element? Did I, did I lose you? Just, just don't. The, don't fifth, the fifth Element? Uh, I don't want to talk about that. All right. Well, we don't have to talk about it. I'm just saying. <laughs> it, it, it causes okay. me pain. Uh, and what luck for me that... The opera they chose is one that I know. Jesus. And, uh... Adore and, and wake up to every morning. I don't wake up and you know to it every morning. Um, they sung one of my favorite... Favorite, uh... Favorite uh, songs from an opera, Nessun Dorma, from Maturandol. Uh, wow. And, uh, you're really, it was just really, just, it was really, it was really nice, really, really nicely sung. That's you're beautiful, really culture. It's a beautiful aria, beautiful aria. Um, but I was, I was, I was, as I was listening, jeez, I can't speak. As I was listening, certain notes in a certain sequence, they sounded like another song that I know uh, from a not an opera. Um, well. No, 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 not an opera, but from a musical about an opera, The Phantom of the Opera, my favorite musical. Um, there was some, there's, and it's repeated as like as sort of like the love theme of the movie between uh, Tom Cruise and uh, I think her name is what's her name, Ilsa? Yeah, Ilsa. Uh, it's a, it sounds like some, some notes from the song Angel of Music. It goes a. Uh, Angel of music, but just the ba ba ba, and then it goes to the uh, Ness and Dorma. I really liked that. I heard it several times. I'm like, oh wow, this sounds really familiar. But you know, I was expecting it to you know go through you know the whole Angel of Music, but then it just goes to the Ness and, and it, I mean, it's a win-win for me because it's you know I love the songs, so both of them. Um, and I found myself humming along. Uh, it was really great, really great. Um, for the rest of the movie, the car chase sequence. Um, that was. And I remember when when the first trailer came out, the people were talking about how it spoiled the movie. Um, and I can see now, you know, that it had because, you know, that the diving sequence, which comes before the car chase, um, sort of spo- it was spoiled because you knew that he's, it, you know, he 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 dies and then well he doesn't die, he passes out. She has to revive, you know, which was the, hilarious. What? All the hijinks that happened after he was oh oh yeah brought yeah, back yeah, yeah. Um, hijinks but that that whole sense. sequence just sort of ruined because you knew from the trailers that he survived it because they cut it in a way that you would know because um, they showed that he was wet and you just context clues and you say oh well this <laughs> comes right before this and blah blah, blah. so um, but what and I really like that motor chase the motorcycle oh, oh my god but that that was I uh, just absolutely crazy. Oh and he God, actually I, did that. I know. And he got I, and injured I, and eight I, times. He got injured eight times. I read that on IMDb, so it may not be true, but according to IMDb, Tom Cruise was injured eight times 
during the filming of this movie. And I want to think that all those cars were real, but I just I'm just absolutely certain that some of them were digitally oh yeah oh, placed yeah. in there. But yeah. I'm like, where did you learn to ride like that, Tom? Like what? Is the teacher that at, at Scientology camp? Like what? And then he then he then he dumps the bike. Oh my god! That's what I I don't like. I don't like it. I could never do it. Being in sand or dust like that, as an gets all in your in, crevices. No, gets in your eyes. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, uh, no, I'm not going to do it. And the way they shot the plane sequence is. I'm not talking about the plane sequence. Well, speaking of eyes and dust, they made special all. It covered his whole eye contacts for Tom so that his eyes wouldn't get shit blown into them while he mm-hmm. was lifted into the air. Yeah. Which so that's that's cool. very, 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 very dangerous. Oh, yeah. I mean, if like a something like hit his eye going at that speed, it would just basically like go right through his head, like, yeah. through his eye, out in you know, the back of his head. He'd probably die. Okay, Mormon. Um, now, I, we brought up the Hunt girls earlier. <laughs> And I, I'm sorry, but, you know, wh- where is Paula Patton? Oh, yeah, she uh, had scheduling conflicts. So yeah, but I'm just like, them. you know, they couldn't, they couldn't, you know, work around it. It's like every time there's a new Hunt Girl, like, she doesn't come back. Yes. But I'm hoping Ilsa comes back. She was great. Uh, Rebecca Ferguson, uh, I believe is her name. Yes. Uh, I think, you know, if they were to ever get rid of Scarlett Johansson as Black Widow, Get Rebecca Ferguson. Mm. Hmm. She's great. Absolutely great. She steals the movie. And I love, I love, it's really complicated, but I love that triple agent yes. story they give her. Yes. It's actually less compl- complicated than most times it's been used in. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, you just, you just never know where her allegiances lie, even though you, deep down, you know that. And, uh, Wonderful, wonderful. She's like, you know where, you know where to find me. I'm like, oh yeah, I do. In my spank bank. Mm. She was great. Um, and let's talk about um, harkening back. Also, I want to know where, where's Ethan's wife? She was introduced to Mission Impossible Three. She showed up in Ghost Protocol. Where is she? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's uh, Michelle. Uh, is it Michelle Monaghan? Mm-hmm. That's his wife. Where is she? Because, you know, they, they keep introducing these subplots and they drop them. And I don't like the little huffing and puffing you're doing. Uh, if you could stop that and just engage in the conversation, that'd be great. Thanks. Um, did you notice uh, the first time that Ethan and Ilsa meet, she has a rabbit's foot? Yes. I like that. Can you stop? Seriously. Jeez. So I really enjoyed the movie. Um, oh, absolutely! Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Much better than I had anticipated. Yes, and actually, I'm looking forward to Mission Impossible. I'm like, when he, when they announced, it, I'm like, are you serious? Like, come on! Yeah. But unlike Fast and the Furious, which I, which the series, uh, I'm ready for that to die. Like that can just I am be done. Too. I I seven was the perfect send off, and now I feel like they're gonna just go back to where they started and just revert to like crap. I'm scared. Um, but uh, fan, fan, Mission Impossible, Fantastic Four, Fast ah. and Furious aside, um, if if Mission Impossible Six is to be the last one, they need to bring like 
just do like an uh, an ultimate like IMF like hunt team like reunion and bring everyone back and just do like one final like huge impossible mission. Yeah, I think that'd be great. What do you think? What what I love and I'd be for that, but what I love is that Ghost Protocol was initially set up to pass the torch from Tom Cruise to Jeremy Renner. Mm-hmm. And after that film made a buttload of money, I feel like Tom <laughs> Cruise was like, uh, never mind. It's the Scientology. And Jeremy like kind of was pushed aside. He had a decent role, but you I'm know, glad it focused on Ethan Hunt. But you know, I I don't like I don't like Jeremy Renner. I have never been impressed by him. I don't, I'm a, he's not he's not a leading man. Hawkmark face. Oh. I'm sorry. I just he's, not a he's leading never man. impressed me. Never. He's just so stiff and ugh. No. So I'm glad they uh that Tom didn't allow him to take over. Thank God, based on uh, Ving Rames is back. I like I like him. He should have had more to do, I feel. I feel like he should have had more of a role than Jeremy Renner did. Seriously. Um, Alec Baldwin, who I thought originally was going to be like the bad guy. Yeah, me too. I'm glad he's not. I like Alec, but he's a bit fat though. I know, and he like goes up and down. He lost. He's like quite... Oprah. Oh, oh, oh my can't God. keep it off. Nope, can't. He keep just it loves off. those cupcakes. Ugh, yeah, damn you. <laughs> Thank God he's staying out of trouble. No more, uh, you know, words with friends on airplanes. What happened to words with friends? I don't know, but like all good things, it disappeared, and mm. another trend replaced it. What, like, what's the uh, trivia crack, which I think is on its way out? Yeah. Thank God. Yeah. Um. So let's, I guess, you know, that we've discussed it. Let's give it a rating. All right. I don't like now. All right. So obviously you don't know math because every time I say let's rate it out of five, you give me a percentage or you give me a decimal or you give me out of uh, ten. Three and a half out of seven gigabytes. That's what I would oh, give geez. this movie. It's great. It's fantastic. Okay. Seven gigabytes is not a real thing. I mean, it is, but nobody, nobody deals in, in, in like you know, seven. No, it's like ten gigabytes. You know, terabyte. You know, stuff like that. You always have to be. Oh, so I'm sorry. Di- Your stupid, dumb voice put me to sleep. You always have to be difficult. Always. Um, out of ten. Out of ten. Uh, discs because they I don't why they call it a disc it's a it's a it's a thumb drive it's a jump drive Caleb Caleb let it go let it go let it go let it I go. give it an eight out of ten thank you I give it an eight point five out of ten mm, wow you really well. enjoyed it I did I had a lot of fun me too Except for the guy sitting next to me who kept coughing and they brought their child with them. Oh, God. That's a whole nother conversation for another day. But what happened to theater etiquette? Like, at least people weren't on their phones. Well, actually, well, one person's phone rang towards the end. But it was very... There was, like, some girls sitting behind me. I think they were high. Mm -hmm. They were laughing at the... When I saw Vacation the other night, there was two teens in the back vaping. Jesus. Someone came on. I did a Periscope last night. I, did you see it? No, you came in later on. Yeah. Someone asked me. They came in my... I was showing off my... Because people had asked to see my artwork that I have up in my wall, my, my Predator, the, all my Mondo stuff. And I was as I was showing my Predator uh, 
uh, uh, piece. Someone asked me, do you vape? I'm like, no, do I vape? Do I look, do I look like a tard to you? He says, yes. So I blocked him. <laughs> Vaping, please give me a break. Vaping was so 2013-14. It's already old and stale and stupid. Yes, it is. So is doing bath salts. I just, there's a post, someone retweeted, um, if you vape, are you considered a vapor or a rapist? A a vapist. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, um, so what's out next week? Shit, the Fantastic Four. Oh, I'm going to have to drag my ass to see that one for the sake of this show. Curse you, cut two podcasts. Yeah, I don't want to go. I'm very nervous because I it's weird. Nobody's going to believe me, but the Fantastic 4 are my favorite Marvel characters. It's I true. read out of all the out of all the comic book material, I actually read comic I read like the first 20 issues of the Fantastic 4 from the 60s when I was 10. I love them. Mr. Mr. Fantastic Reed Richards is awesome. Saying all of that, I am not hyped for this movie. The only trailer I truly quote unquote liked was two, and we've gotten three, right? Yes, and I've the liked last none one, of them. The last, the second one, I was like, oh, okay, okay, I can, I can get into this. You're pulling me in. You're pulling me in. Mm-hmm. Third one drops. What the fuck did they do to Doctor Doom? Dropped. I, I've been, I've been very vocal about my disdain for this film. I will see it. I'm not going to enjoy seeing it. I, my expectations are so low that Maybe I may end up enjoying it. Exactly, exactly. But I'm going to tell you, I watched um, a TV spot at Connor. I watched a clip today, and it was Oh, just, a clip? There's clips? Yeah, there's a clip from Yahoo involving Dr. Doom. Oh, I didn't oh, know. Yeah. I'm Caleb. I make sounds. Oh. I'm sorry. Go on. If you keep, I'm tired on with me. and grumpy and sassy. This is what mm. you get. Mm. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched like a TV. I think it was like a one of those character profiles on. I forget. Maybe it was the thing or something. But the thing doesn't have the thing voice. The thing has uh, that that guy's voice. Wait, like, seriously? Mm-hmm. He doesn't <gasps> sound like the thing. Oh he, he, no. Uh-huh, he sounds like a I don't child. Like Jamie Bell's voice. He sounds like a child. I also am triggered that he doesn't wear pants. Yeah, what is up with that? And apparently he doesn't have a dick, so I don't see a dick. I don't see a rock dick. What is this, up? Like, this I'm is already not the, so this triggered. This is not the Fantastic Four. This is like, I don't I know. I remember when people were bitching, Ben Grimm is supposed to have blue eyes. Why are they brown? And I'm like, you guys need to get laid. But now that, wh- why wouldn't you at least deepen Jamie Bell's voice? That already... That's something that I can actually um, agree with when people bitch, because it's also, like, mm-hmm. it's like, it's like having, it's like having Hulk talk, but if it was, um, uh, what's his name, Mark Ruffalo's voice, completely unaltered, mm-hmm. it would just be weird. It would, and it's very strange. Um, I'm just, you know, I'm not looking for it. It's like the costumes are weird. Like, why they're does not, they're Reed, not the why costumes? Does, they're black. They're not going to get their costumes. Why does Why does Reed Richards look like the mummy? Like, I don't understand this. Why does he like barely? The only one. The only one who has a the only spots. one who has a cool suit is. We're really getting off tangent. We have to. The only one who has a cool suit is the Human Torch. 
Like, he's the only one who has some semblance of a Fantastic Four costume. The last trailer, when they had, like, The Rock, The Rock, <laughs> The Thing, like, fighting Doom, it, the special effects did not look particularly... And why did they change the colors from, like, oh red Oh, my God, to it green? looks awful. Why would you do that? This is going to be trash. We're going to trash it next week on Cut 2 Podcast, so tune in for that. Get your drinks and popcorn. Yeah. Maybe we should get some drinks. Oh, my God. Should we review that shit face? I feel like that'd be amazing. Well, I don't get drunk, but... Well, that's your problem. And no, yes, I'm judging you. your problem. Who? I'm the one who should be judging you. What? Are you t- what? All right. Well, that does it. Another episode yeah. of Cut 2 Podcast. Done. In the can. Woo! <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, uh, yes, as Connor said, this is the end of Cut 2 Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at CalebH92 and Connor Film. At Connor Film. Thank you, Connor. You can also find us on iTunes. Just search in the iTunes store, Cut 2 Podcast. Give us a subscribe, rate, and, and you know, leave a comment, please. That'd be really awesome. Uh, if you subscribe, you'll get our episodes automatically delivered to your iPhone, iPad, uh, or computer, however you get your podcasts. Uh, we're also on SoundCloud. Uh, and on Facebook, just search Cut to Podcast and give us a like. Uh, we're also continuing the audience uh, satisfaction surveys, which you can find the links to those on our SoundCloud page. There are two, there, and they're both the same, but one's just shorter than the other. Um, so if you could fill those out, we would be greatly, pre- you know, we'd be really appreciative because we use those, the feedback, to make the show better for you. And uh, I want to thank everyone who's done it so far. Um, you're really helping us out, helping you. You're really helping us help you by doing that. Great. All right. Uh, yes. Yeah, so. Guys. Connor's checking out and he's tired. All right, yeah.